Hi guys and welcome back to Startup Sutra. This is your co-host Anirudh along with Bhavjit. And for this episode, we thought of talking about the various offline stores and offline businesses that we see in real life and how you can add a layer of technology and, you know, sort of optimize those businesses. So there's a very interesting opportunity in, you know, various verticals uh, where you can add, you know, layers of technology and create very, you know, easily scalable businesses in a very short span of time. So without further ado, let's get into the ideas for this episode. So the first category of offline stores or offline businesses that we chose to discuss today is gyms. So most of the youth today, uh, uh, today is, you know, very health conscious and a lot of people have developed this habit of going to gyms on a regular basis, which is why the fitness industry and the overall gyms, uh, you know, the number of gyms opening up in India is booming. Uh, so there's a very interesting opportunity here where you can sort of add, as I said, a layer of technology to these gyms as well. So the first idea here, the first company here is called Easy Gym Software. So this is a Ludhiana-based company. Bhavjit, uh, your hometown, right? So yes, it is. This company. Uh, so listen about this, like how interesting this company is from such a small, uh, you know, place. Nobody associates Ludhiana with startups. Yet this company is making so much success, so much money in this, you know, one niche. So this company, uh, it's basically a gym management software company. And it's completely bootstrapped, hasn't raised any money. It was launched in 2013 by a guy called Parbhat Jain. And currently it has over 2000 gyms across 19 countries. So India and 18 other countries, mostly in the Middle East, then uh, Singapore, Philippines. So it has a global presence and it's charging, you know, $450 annually for a basic plan. Then you have a lot of customizable plans. You can add a lot of things. And it's a complete software solution for everything that you see in a gym, every activity associated with a gym. So right from workout and diet plans to, you know, doing body analysis, uh, you know, invoicing, renewables, uh, and then payment reminders. Okay. Uh, then you have client retention, biometric integration, uh, even walk-in and marketing tools, payments, you know, software, POS. Uh, so everything associated with a gym is being serviced through their software and imagine the scale of this company so this company has over 100 employees right now and although i couldn't find the exact numbers for the revenues estimated revenue is uh, over 20 million dollars annually so that's above 150 crores annually from a city like ludhiana and servicing gyms across the globe interesting right Bhavjit? I would say even I am amazed to say the very least because uh, whenever you say Ludhiana, people who know about it do associate it with, uh, you know, hosiery uh, industry, with hardware industry. Uh, it's a very big cycle and cycle parts manufacturing hub. So it has a good amount of industry, like it's in the manufacturing sector. Uh, there's a lot of labor but that comes in from neighboring states. Nobody associates Ludhiana with tech or with startups, right? Like it's a very Nobody old does. school city, old school legacy businesses, a uh, lot right. of money being made there, but it's not known for, you know, having such cool startups, right? Exactly. And uh, it's not that just one startup, even I, I would say the, uh, when I heard the numbers, I was pretty amazed. And I think it has a very big opportunity even right now, especially if you just cover the North India part right now. Because as you already mentioned that since the COVID uh, and the pandemic happened, people have been very uh, 
cautious about their health and the concerns and they are trying to be in the best of their shape because they understand that enjoying life is very important and being healthy is an important aspect of it and these uh, gyms or these chains are like popping up and coming up new chains coming up uh, now and then we see in the different cities and a company who's yeah. already like is established in like 20 countries 19 except from india and has a very good opportunity again to uh, you know set up or broaden their market within india itself and it's coming from a city which is never associated with services service sector right uh, you don't see people like one thing working there one thing punjab is associated with is gyms right like everybody is, is so crazy about you know going to the gym like everybody right. is focused on meeting you know so let's get into the next idea for this episode i think that is also a very interesting category pretty similar to this and it's a very booming category right it is for sure and uh, just to give you an idea uh again a very niche uh, idea when they started with it so uh, i have like two ideas here two idea or two companies that i would like to mention here the first one is square which is a us based company they started in 2016 and they are backed by tiger global so what they do is square provides an operations and management platform for barber shops they help them with to engage with their customers they process their bookings and payments and they provide point of sale solutions within their application itself so they do their inventory management in the application they also help them control or uh, you know uh, use how to use their payroll systems within that application so it's like a one stop solution for a barber shop and uh, it helps them to digitalize and efficiently operate their business again a very small niche a typical niche that they are working in and uh, the story that i was really amazed about when they read about them because the their founders they both are black and it's the one of the very rare black owned businesses and the both uh, guys there were two guys who started it worked for more than a year uh, and had a barber shop handling every bit of the business except for cutting hair right and so they have you know deep insights of uh, of how this business operates and how they process their sales and if we talk about the numbers so they have till date raised 167 million dollars after their round or series a funding they had only spent like 10% of their uh, money that they had raised that they uh, you know were uh, able to raise more money uh, especially like investors that like tiger global they poured in money in their series b and series c funding round essentially tripling their valuation each time so within that period of 2 years their valuation mm. grew from 75 million dollars to 750 million dollars and they That's grew crazy. like crazy right and they didn't need that money at that time but when they got it they understood that their idea actually holds gravity and then they decided to raise more capital to expand into other markets so they targeted uk and canada while they were actually expanding into us at that time and you know just managing barbershop from that platform they are actually now collaborating with fintech startup called bond uh, which is a money management creating a money management platform for the barbershop owners uh, called square capital that is the application name to help them with instant payments and even any financing needs and so its core business which was earlier uh, around appointments or loyalty programs or only like payments this could work is not really very good right exactly now they are also moving yeah. into fintech they are not like 
when we think of such businesses they try like to uh, sell their products which even square does they uh, they have like a trademark dry powder product which is used in several barber shops but they are actually building a parallel fintech platform on it using that platform right a crazy idea or i would say very different idea small businesses you know small you know barber shops or salons uh, mm-hmm. you know these small businesses they always have this cash flow issue right and right. you know paying for any kind of supplies any kind of you know services that they want for the business uh, paying them at that point of time becomes a you know difficult task for them if you can provide a, you know low interest finance to yeah, such yeah. businesses i think that's a very lucrative opportunity right yeah so i was just going to the numbers yeah, yeah in india there are over 6 lakh barber shops right so that's mm-hmm. such a crazy opportunity right like even if you are able to say service 5 or 10000 you know barber shops that's a multi million right. dollar business opportunity uh, i yeah. think we have an indian startup in this category as well right exactly exactly that's what i was going to talk about that yeah there's there's a startup who's already like i would say kind of copying the idea or the concept of it but actually in uh, you know implementing it in an indian way so this company the other company that we wanted to talk about is glam plus they started their operations in 2020 until date they have raised 274000 so it is building like a crm solution similar to what we discussed earlier for repeat engagement and they're not just working on salons or barber shops they're working with gyms spas and they can also offer their services to any uh, you know uh, business which can which has like uh, public services which offers public services because they help uh, manage their appointments their staff their inventory their supplies through a simple dashboard so very uh, simple application they had built which is very user friendly and that's why they are growing like crazy they have already acquired within this two years they have acquired more than 500 customers across delhi bangalore and pune and they are concentrating you know their uh, focus or their niche in these three cities right now and uh, if you can say that to say the very least the uh, startup is doing good and is very has a very easy to use application uh you can see the growth like they now have 500 customers already and it's just a business to business startup uh, targeting small businesses right so even if you have 500 customers in a b2b category that's a uh, you know very good business because you're getting a lot of order flow from a single business from a single client you're not getting a right. one time order it's a regular order and it's a bulk order right it's so a bulk order plus you cannot company. actually uh, you know leave the client because uh client retention is very easy when you work on b2b yeah. businesses providing these services and uh, adapting to new platforms or new uh, you know adapting to new clients it's very difficult here that's true that's true right uh, so bhavjit let me give you another interesting stat uh, which is about the horeca industry so for those who don't know horeca stands basically for hotels restaurants and caterers so the horeca industry is a massive industry in india and there are over 13 million or 1.3 crore horeca establishments in the country so even if say 5% of these establishments are in the organized sector that's a massive massive opportunity and they have a lot of you know specific needs uh, for this particular you know niche or domain so the company here is called horeca stop uh, and basically it is a one stop omni channel platform to solve all the procurement needs of the hospitality industry or the horeca industry so they have an e-commerce platform they also provide you uh, with a software as well so it's a combination of e-commerce and saas uh, so this company was launched in 2018 this is also a bootstrap company 
uh, it was part of the India Accelerator uh, 2020 cohort. Uh, and basically, as I said, it focuses on the procurement needs of this, you know, FNB category, FNB industry, and it provides an end-to-end -end solution for things like vendor management, inventory management, uh, distribution management, logistics, and product sourcing. So think of products like, you know, uh, crockery or glassware or say packaging material uh, to room amenities, uh, kitchen equipment, cutlery, uniforms. So all these things, nobody thinks about, you know, that this is such a massive opportunity. Like every hotel needs these things. Every restaurant needs these things. Right. So you have to have, you know, these materials ready. And there is a lot of wear and tear and damage also. Like crockery, it's very easy to damage glassware very easy to damage so there's a regular need for these products packaging material obviously it's a regular need so this company is working with some of the biggest names in the industry uh, you know bikanerwala carnival cinemas playboy club new delhi uh, burger singh inner chef mom's kitchen green bar punjab 2.0 like the list goes on and on so there are a lot of you know top players in the market which are working with this company so do you see the trend here? Like all these companies are bootstrap companies or they have raised minimal funding and they are having a very, very successful, very profitable business by focusing on just one specific niche here, right? Right. I think uh, they're building on the idea that actually, I would say in terms of uh, economy overall, uh, the businesses and that startup culture is growing. And obviously to uh, help a business grow, you cannot grow on its own. Uh, they need support from other businesses, from other sectors who actually have focus on one niche so that they can service their customers or clients. And I would say uh, this is the reason that these uh, uh, these startups are more like bootstrapped or don't uh, need that much funding because uh, they're supporting businesses, they get their payments in time and they are part focusing on a particular... Highly niche. profitable. Exactly. Highly they're profitable businesses. Right, right. Exactly. They're focusing on a particular niche that a business would ready to like let go an expertise that they would need with that someone can take care of and they are ready to pay for it because it helps them uh, grow their own business and that's why they are profitable and they can sustain themselves and i think uh, this these are the businesses to do if you gain that expertise someone with a little bit of capital can start these businesses and if you have like good expertise you gain good clients you for sure are, are going to be able to retain yourself and True. crazy ideas about it right and even our next idea is very related. yeah the next one is yeah. so like like exactly. nobody talks about these businesses right nobody thinks about uh like i'll not give you a, like a spoiler alert but i think Bhavjit, <laughs> you should start off with the next one i'm too excited to discuss this one right sure sure i can understand but yeah let's like we can have a discussion on it i just give the idea uh around it so what uh this company does uh is it uh provides like a B2B app for electrical retailers to uh, procure their products uh, from a single platform. Uh, might seem very simple, very naive, but I'll give you some details around it, why it is such a great idea and how they came up with this great idea. So the company is called Industricals Retail Distribution. It's a Mumbai-based company and, and they started their operations in 2019 only. Okay, so the electrical retailers are highly underserved I would say, uh, just like the normal Kirana stores or chemists, you don't see them adopting to, uh, you know, big technologies or digitalizing their business uh, because they don't have huge investments to go into. And their operations are very 
manual they're uh, procuring their raw materials or their uh, i would say the inventory is very uh, manual and has and is prone to lot of error so uh, these two people who started this business they worked together uh, on google analytics and adwords just to understand what kind of inquiries do people put on google and through this they saw a massive opportunity to digitalize retail distributions for electrical retailers a simple idea just by analyzing you know the google uh, searches the google, using google analytics and adwords and uh, what benefit they are providing to the industry is because the large pa- uh, market share of the electrical supplies is captured by small retailers which are offline and unorganized and they account for i would say f- more than 50% of the sales in india right more than 50% of the electrical sales uh, in retail are unorganized and offline and uh, huge customers for the huge distributors do not want to go online because uh, they don't have this that expertise and they don't want to invest that much because their returns are not that good right so simply by coordinating retailers and helping them to buy uh, their uh, inventory by just one click on one app what they are doing is they are helping them uh, reducing the inefficiencies uh, the human errors and the long turnaround time that they have and actually helping these small businesses grow at a massive pace and if i just give you a number uh, just to get uh, you know uh, help you get an idea about their sales they cross 1.5 crores in net month sales within one and a half year uh, of their operation and with 1.5 crores in one month can you even believe like a small startup just focusing on b2b retail and they have crored 1.5 crores in a month in one and a half years of their operation and that too from just one category like just electrical and exactly. you know, stores it's so niche like, <laughs> and nobody thinks about these businesses they are so like such unassuming businesses nobody thinks mm-hmm. about an electrical store uh, you know unless you have some faulty equipment or there is some you know electrical fault at your place you need to replace right. something that's the only time you'll think about such a store but this is such right. a massive industry like these are the backbones of the country like all these businesses that we're talking about these are the things that actually run this country uh, you know exactly. economically exactly and because and nobody plus, thinks about these businesses these businesses like these retailers are so small nobody actually thinks like they can help them solve their problem because we understand that small businesses try to you know spend less and employ more manual labor in it but if you can like uh, reduce their effort to that much uh people are ready to buy stuff from you online where they can see several brands they can see what new things are coming up into the market at a single app and they it helps solve now, a big supply chain solution for them right now companies are also getting into this game of jit uh, so a friend of mine he right. works for cronton and he told me that cronton is developing its own you know b2b e-commerce apps where uh, you know these stores electrical stores they can directly procure cronton products Uh, from the app itself and it could be delivered to their uh, store from the local distributor so there are right. ways in which you know other ways in which you can add layers of technology although you know in this case you can only buy products from compton so a third party marketplace uh, that makes more sense for a uh, you know seller to buy from because that will give him or her more choice or more products to buy from right exactly so it's a value add for the retailer but it's also you know giving the company itself more data and then they can uh, you know launch their own products because they have the data and information that what kind of things these retailers or their customers like to buy more 
and they can have their whole yeah. products built in house and then they can do the branding or sell their products uh, under their own brand a big data mining thanks for giving me that incredible uh, you know bridge to cross over to the last idea exactly. for this episode uh, <laughs> which is where we'll be talking about uh, you know these in house products and uh, there's a massive opportunity uh, so a lot of people have been developing businesses around you know providing software solutions for kirana stores so there were a lot of apps uh, you know that came up uh, but none of them were able to re- uh, really able to sustain themselves in the long run because a pure you know pure technology play in this category is very difficult to sustain so which is where the last idea for this episode comes in this is also a very niche opportunity but it's a very incredibly profitable opportunity and this is also coming from a city like jaipur which nobody really you know associates with startups or technology in general uh, so this company is called kirana king uh, it's a jaipur based company as i said and it calls itself as a retail as a service startup uh, which is basically trying to transform traditional kirana stores into super stores by leveraging technology and revamping the look and feel of the shop so this company was started in 2017 and basically what it does is uh it offers a complete transformation of the store so within 3 to 4 days uh, they'll change the entire layout of the store uh, the look and feel uh, and turn it into a modern day super store uh, by improving the infrastructure the hygiene and the look and feel of the shop then next thing what they'll do is they will revamp the entire distribution channel so by integrating tech solutions they'll uh, for various things like say digital payments inventory management assortment so by adding this layer of technology they are sort of optimizing this business so what their pitch is basically we average uh, you know the average uh, increase in revenue for these retailers for these kirana stores is between 20 to 30% and in some cases it can be as high as 50% so basically you are increasing the business or the revenue of that kirana store by 1.5 times so that is the basically the pitch that they provide to the kirana store the second thing is that they are not charging them anything like you don't have to as a kirana store owner you don't have to pay them anything they will do the entire revamp they will provide everything they'll bear the cost so this company kirana king will basically invest around 70 to 85000 per store which includes you know revamping of the store setting up the tech infrastructure labor cost and managing the entire distribution channel now how it makes money is where it gets interesting so this company is basically earning its revenue through brand partnerships private labels and commissions from marketing and advertising of products at the stores so think of the holding at the top of the you know kirana store or any side sort of promotional material or product placement that we have at a kirana store then the next thing they have created their own private label products so for atta for dal chawal anything they have their own kirana king branded products so that is where they are making the money so this is such an interesting model right the True. kirana store doesn't have to pay anything at zero cost their store will be upgraded their revenues are increased and the True. company is making money at you know forever by selling products by selling Grand advertisements and, you know creating brand partnerships for the long term such I an interesting way of approaching business right, right. So basically this is like oyo for like oyo days for hotels this is yeah. a similar thing that they are doing for kirana stores exactly i think uh, the, what i want to say is uh, with a little investment to one store 
you're actually making their life better and also you are kind of uh, you know making sure that you have uh, another source of income for your business from that store and you earn their loyalty and you earn a subscription for life like you earn uh, extra money for that uh, for a very long time right very i would say unique business model two more numbers here i think uh, i left out these numbers so this company has only raised 7 crores in funding and the way in which they have approached this is very very smart like they just focused on jaipur and they have currently 300 plus stores just in jaipur and by you know dominating one market now they are sort of you know planning to grow to other markets over time so within the next 5 years they are planning to go to just 14 cities and cover 7000 stores so they just want to go geographically and dominate a particular geography before they move to a next city so this is uh, you know by creating this they are creating such a you know expansive presence across jaipur like today any locality you go in jaipur you definitely you'll find a kirana king store here so by creating that sort of you know dominating presence in a store in a city mm-hmm. they can you know sort of create that network effect once you have say 100 stores then it becomes right. easier to get another 100 kirana stores onboarded right exactly i think uh... it does the marketing for themselves itself gone uh, when they had a dominating position in one city and they haven't touched the other city they'll be like ready to adapt to a change if like if they can uh, you know the uh, <laughs> word of mouth marketing would be happening through the kirana stores owners itself when they move to other cities and they talk to other people or relatives in those cities right very interesting idea yeah. and i like the analogy like they're trying to build a foothold like like in the old times uh, rajput uh, military or uh, you know clan would make a foothold <laughs> in a city and then move to the next city so sorry Now i was really that part so right. kirana king becomes the king in a particular geography before it moves to the next geography exactly. so right now it's the king of jaipur <laughs> yeah and that's a smart move 